Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Creeping It Real. I am Michelle and I'm joined by Lou and Alex today. Um, the reason for a special episode is we are actually talking about the Netflix special docuseries, uh, The Mystery of the Cecil Hotel. I literally don't know what the title is. The, the Cecil Hotel something? The Disappearing at the Cecil Hotel. <laughs> the Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. Um, so for those of you who are not familiar with the way this part of our segment works, we're going to absolutely spoil this thing. If you haven't watched it and you are interested in watching it without having it spoiled, please go watch it and then come back and watch this. Or if you are too scared to watch it, we got you. We'll just spoil it for you so you don't have to be scared. <laughs> um, so The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel is a docuseries. It is the reason we're doing it for this show. It is kind of scary. It is kind of spooky. It is a little bit horrifying. Um, and it centers around the disappearance of a 21-year-old Canadian girl named Elisa Lamb. So for those who are not familiar with the Cecil Hotel, it is in LA. It is a sketchy, haunted, believed to be haunted hotel. Um, it is located pretty much downtown, but it is right by Skid Row. It's not the nicest of areas. The hotel itself is not the nicest of hotels. It has had countless deaths, murders, overdoses, mysteries in general. Um, but the one that really kind of took the internet by storm was the vanishing of Elisa Lamb. So Elisa was staying at the hotel in 2013 where she vanished. Um, there was the security footage of her last seen on an elevator. This video circulated the internet at the time. Um, had a lot of people on like Reddit and different like Facebook groups kind of talking about the mystery and, and why did she disappear? Where did she go? What's the whole what's the whole deal of her disappearance? Um, so the docuseries really covers that. Um, we see interviews with the ex-manager of the hotel, various police officers, and then a lot of just like random sleuths from the internet <laughs> who kind of really got into this this mystery and, and felt really connected to Elisa Lamb and, and her story. Um, she was really, really big on Tumblr. Um, people found her Tumblr, loved her Tumblr, found her super duper relatable because she kind of used it like a diary. So that is what kind of propelled this internet fascination with this young girl. Um, so the docuseries itself talks a lot about the kind of history of the hotel and the why for it being so sketchy and such not a great place to be. And then it focuses a lot on the kind of theories and conspiracies related to Elisa Lam. Some really, really wild conspiracies um, involving like tuberculosis and like <laughs> thinking she's a spy and that, that the government had to shut her up, like crazy stuff. Um, so what does eventually get revealed to us is Elisa Lam is found, well, her body is found. Um, 19 days after her vanishing, her body is found in the water tank on the top of the roof of the Cecil. And then the investigation kind of becomes, okay, is it a murder? Is it suicide? Is it accidental death? Like what happened? How did she, she die? And this is the part that is still heavily debated even with the docuseries coming out and supposedly answering um, the mystery. People are still debating it online. So we will definitely talk about like what our opinions are about this. Um, but the docuseries pretty much, puts, pretty much puts a little bow on it saying that she had a mental episode because she was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and that she accidentally drowned and that's that's it um so it is heavy it's a heavy watch for sure 
It is scary in the fact that it is in a haunted hotel. Um, it does have very interesting portrayals of mental illness. So just be mindful of that, I would say. And that's, that's an overview of everything. Um, obviously it's like five episodes long, an hour each. I cannot cover it in this short amount of time. So still worth watching because there's a lot more to kind of pick apart. Um, and we will kind of do that a little bit for you guys. So what did you guys really enjoy about this series or what kind of drew you to it? Well, um, I'll, I'll say the pacing was great. It started as like this uh, missing persons case. And, and, and like, I'll be honest, it's been so many years since it happened. I remember the video uh, of uh, Elisa in the elevator. I remember seeing that. I don't remember the resolution. Like, I, I guess that just goes to show that the, the whole mystery was bigger than, uh, the, than like the truth behind it. So, um, right, so the, the first episode's the mystery, only, what, like, I think the third episode, you find out that her body was uh, found in the water tank, and uh, just everybody's reaction to that, and uh, I, I, I think, like, what really captivated so many people is obviously the, the elevator scene where she was acting erratic, and, like, sadly, uh, it's the case that like a diagnosis of bipolar disorder nobody can spot it nobody uh like it's it, it's so frightening and jarring for people to see uh somebody in in the middle of an episode like that uh that they would rather ascribe it to a ghost or she got drugged uh or hey there's somebody there look there's a foot so uh there's a lot of moving pieces but the pacing is great because it eventually grows to uh the truth of what happened um yeah uh i like the uh the, the whole series uh i've been intrigued by that video of elisa since it came out maybe it was 2013 2012 something like that um i, I love that the show goes deeper into into ev basically everything like the mental illness part the supernatural part the 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 lore of the hotel um, it was great to hear all those uh, cops that were on the case. The uh, general manager of the hotel spoke a lot. Um, I did not like the, uh, the the ending because of the uh, they just kind of made it uh, due to her mental illness. I mean, yeah, it, it's possible. It's just it for me anyway because I'm so I like the supernatural answer and. Uh, it's it's still kind of debatable. Yes, it's probably because of a bipolar disorder, and she just got confused. And but you know, supernatural stuff happens all the time. So I love everything about it, except maybe just for the, the their their ending to it. Well, it's kind of hard to say what I liked about it because I'll be very honest with you guys. I uh, I I had reservations about watching it from the get go um, for. Yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll share with it, with the crew. It's fine. Um, so the person who went missing, Alyssa Lamb, same exact name as my mother, um, and that's really creepy to me. I I won't fully explain why, but um, yeah. So that that did not bode well for me. Um, so already going in, I was already kind of freaked out. Um, the first episode, I finished watching it, and I literally. <laughs> I shit you not, I couldn't sleep at night. 
because there was just um there was so much like suspense and like creepy stuff building that I just didn't know what to do like I, I wanted to watch on to sort of mitigate any stress I was having and maybe have some answers um to some of the questions that I was having to like sort of get rid of that creepy feeling but I was also too scared to watch <laughs> watch on so it was like it was a battle to get through um but uh I can certainly see why that it would be fun to watch um because it did end up turning out kind of fun to watch and fun to figure out what actually happened to Alyssa Lamb at the end so I I enjoyed it but it scared the living shit out of me that's what I'll say <laughs> <laughs> so I think my favorite thing was the vis like visually it was very pleasing it was super as Jerm said it was very suspenseful I thought it was super well done um oh I know what I was saying I was saying how it disappointed me in the sense that I was so invested in it I forgot it was a true story Ooh. um so when we finally get to the ending and the realization that it is someone who has not been helped because of their mental illness who's just like this poor girl is suffering and that's the reason for everything that's happened. It left me feeling really uneasy and honestly kind of devastated would be the word I would use. Mm. And I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing because obviously we're watching it to feel something. And that was kind of what I felt leaving it. And I just, I don't think I was actually prepared for that to be the resolution. I honestly thought it would be like, oh, and the mystery was never solved. They never came up with anything. And it, it, it is what it is um, because that was what I thought it was because I had looked at the video back in the day and I'd followed along mildly with her case, but not to the point of seeing what the final final decision was um, in regards to her case. So mm -hmm. yeah, it hurt my soul. And yeah. that's, yeah. Um, so if that's kind of what we enjoyed about it, what would be the thing that you didn't enjoy or you had a little bit of trouble like wrapping your head around or anything like that? Internet sleuths. <laughs> I, when I saw that term, I'm like, who the F are you? Like, who, who are you people? Why do you matter? You're, oh, I'm a YouTuber. Oh, they have to add me to the dictionary because I'm a YouTuber. <laughs> who are you, man? Go, go. Give it to that soul patch, dude. Get, get, out, get a real job. <laughs> oh, I know the guy no. you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, stop, stop. Like, like I, 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 I mean, it, it is done on purpose because it, it goes to show uh, the impact that uh, that Elisa had, uh, and and how like people took it personally. Like, like, oh, this is my mystery. I can solve this. I, I'm gonna read her all, all her Tumblr posts, figure out who she is, figure out what she would do that night. And, and yeah, like it, it, it was, um, it did uncover like, like kind of uh, a little bit of the, uh, I don't know if it's tragedy, but, but, but like the, the patheticness of, of like a lot of people, like the, <laughs> the normies, let's call them. Um, yeah, I, I, I guess like people build themselves up to be like uh, the saviors so that like when, mm -hmm. the a when the answer is revealed that it's like a girl with bipolar disorder who thought she was alone. She, she, like, you know, I, I act like a complete weirdo when I don't think anyone's watching me. Okay. And, and like, I don't have bipolar disorder. Just imagine someone in the middle of, a, of, of an episode and yeah. there's a camera like just in the corner and, and like she, she's just bugging out. And mm -hmm. I mean, for lack of a better word, 
so like people see this and like ooh it's a ghost ooh it's it's a serial killer following and and they get labeled uh internet sleuths uh and that was a little grading but uh it, it was for a reason it was done for a reason I'll go next because I agree. And I'm going to add to the fact that the internet sluice destroyed a dude's life. Like, I don't know how much that landed with you with the whole side story with the punk rock singer Morbid, where they went after this guy who had nothing to do with it. Like, yeah, he, you know, has a vibe. He has a look. He's creepy, whatever. But there's no proof there's nothing he provided the proof that he was innocent and nobody took him seriously like there's no this this brings me to like cancel culture and all of these things Mm -hmm. where like there people are just so quick to jump and hate and attack Mm -hmm. that this poor guy like literally was he was talking about considering like taking his life and so suddenly yeah so then suddenly all these people who are trying to avenge elisa lamb are literally leading to the death of another innocent person Mm -hmm. that's wild to me and I felt like the documentary kind of skated over that a little bit too much like they didn't (laughs) land that I think the way they could have of like this dude almost died because of you idiots on the internet like calm down the police are there for a reason Mm -hmm. stop like I don't I don't correct me if I'm wrong and maybe like one of these internet sleuths is going to tell me but I don't think they actually contributed a piece of information that the cops didn't already have so like you know there's (laughs) professionals for a reason my friends like Mm -hmm stop please yeah the term internet sleuth is kind of a joke in and of itself already isn't it (laughs) right like um and I just want to add to what the both of you are saying like yeah like when, when I saw that that guy's official title was youtuber I was like oh great right like we're gonna get all our answers that we need because this man exists thank god for this youtuber um now like I I don't mind that people want to help because obviously like the police released it out into the public and that's what it was there for because they weren't getting any answers um but the point where they stopped being helpful is when the police said like okay like literally this is what happened she was having an episode and she took herself to the roof maybe thought it would be a good idea to jump into the water tank and they just would not accept that like they literally stared evidence in the face and went like yeah no i don't i don't think this is right i'm pretty sure a serial killer offed her or you know some like crazy entity that's um surrounding this hotel with like eons of history of like creepy stuff happening like that's what got her that's when they stopped being helpful and as michelle said like they ruined a guy's life and it was particularly striking when he was saying like he doesn't have motivation to make music anymore and to be honest maybe that's a good thing because his music was really (laughs) creepy and really horrible um but the one thing that he said that like really made me really upset was when he told everyone that he didn't think anyone apologized. Not one person who came after him gave him an apology. And I think that apology is well-deserved because he had conclusive proof. He wasn't even in the country. Yeah, he, at was, the time. he was in Mexico, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. he had a um, booking at a recording studio at the time, like proving he was there. Mm-hmm. And like stamps on his passport as well. Like there was evidence that you can't yeah conclusive like a solid alibi right 
And yeah, so the internet sleuths, that really kind of killed it for me. Like, I get it. Their heart's in the right place. They they want to help this poor girl. But also, like, the fact that they're posting it on, on YouTube, it's kind of a personal gain thing, right? Like, which which comes first? Are you really actively trying to find Alyssa Lamb? Are you listening to the evidence? Or are you just posting this video because you know it's going to garner a lot of attention right so that, that to me was pretty shitty too <laughs> sorry Lou, what they were doing it for the clout exactly they're doing it for the gram you know so that, <laughs> that sucks i hated that yeah yeah i basically kind of agree with all of you so i have nothing <laughs> to add to that part <laughs> other um, than the fact a- that they're I, I'm still kind of in the, uh, despite the evidence in my face, I think it's, it, there's something more than just the, uh, the, the, the mental disorder. So yeah, that's, that's me. Um, but okay, before we get to what the theories, before we get to the theories, there's one question I wanted to ask all you guys. So in the overview, I kind of talked about who was interviewed, right? So we had like the ex hotel manager, we had some cops, we had the internet people, whatever. Um, I felt like there was a very notable miss on who's interviewed. Um, mm. Did you guys notice anyone missing? Her family? Her parents? Yeah. 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 Her family. Like, and that led me into a Google because I was curious. I was like, okay, <laughs> they're, they're making a series about your daughter. Why aren't you in it, right? Like, yeah. what's the deal? And obviously there's no, there's no concrete answer. I can't begin to understand why they're not in it, but it was in an older article, they had mentioned that they don't want to talk about it anymore. And I hate that Netflix made this. I hate it. I, I hate it. I enjoyed it. I watched it. I was like, mm, amazing, great content. And then I sat there and I felt guilty and I felt terrible because this poor family is just trying to like live their lives. Like they didn't want to talk about the fact that she was dealing with her mental disorder. They didn't want to talk about really anything related to her case once it was quote unquote solved. Mm-hmm. So like, let like respect their wishes. Cause now I can only imagine because like this family, I did so much Googling, owns a Chinese restaurant in Vancouver. And I guarantee you there's freaking rabid fans going there and just bringing this up. Do you know what I mean? Like it, oh. it's such oh, yeah, a, sure. a hot That's conversation topic. They, they can't escape it now. I'm sure it probably like, you know, mellowed out for quite a few years now. And now this suddenly, and they're bombarded with all of it again. I can only imagine what it would feel like to be on the receiving end, especially mm-hmm. if people trying to tell you they knew your daughter better than you did. Oh, like that's yeah. the part that really like, oh, I read her Tumblr. I know her, bro. If you know the crazy stuff I put on my Tumblr, like you don't know me. You know my <laughs> twisted weird shit that I don't put in real life. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. The, regardless of whether she quote unquote used it as a diary like she put that information out there knowing other people would see it and therefore there's always some piece of fabrication to it that's not the whole story no matter what no matter who you are you're not putting everything on the internet so mm-hmm. i don't know it just oh, yeah, grinds my, my gears yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, i'm gonna <laughs> add something to michelle's point um she brought up the fact that you know her parents are just trying to live through their lives and yeah yeah, they own a restaurant in vancouver and now there's people probably bombarding their life with this um the thing that i wanted to add was that like i i mean i didn't do the extensive google search that michelle might have done on her family but as a person in the asian community 
mental health is very often very stigmatized and like families do not want to talk about it, right? They don't want to accept that their child has a mental illness. So it's really, it it must be tough, right? Um, That being said, I'm sure maybe a part of them might, might relish the fact that maybe something creepy happened to her over the fact that she actually had a mental illness. Um, And it can't be easy having just random people trying to tell you, I think there's more. I think there's more. I don't think that she killed herself. I, I think that something else got her. Like, that's not a nice thing to hear, right? These people are trying to gain closure. They're trying to move on with their lives. And, you know, there's people just ripping that Band-Aid and diving into the wound, like opening it up, pouring salt on it every day. And that must be shit. That, that's all I wanted to add. Yeah. You can definitely tell these internet sleuths probably like have reached out to the family somehow, finding their information and, and just making their lives miserable over this. Yeah, sure. it's, it's number one on Netflix now for like the past two weeks, I think. Oh, wow. So you know, people are watching it and people are wow. going over there and, you know, just bugging the shit out of their, out of her parents. Yeah. Something or I can sick. only hope they at least get money out of it. Like, I don't know, because I'm sure, I don't know. Like, I hope they benefit in some way from it. That's, it has that's to be because their images were shown and depends on uh, what type of contract they, they should receive something. So there's that. Um, so now that it's, you know, we're sufficiently sad, um, let's talk about the, the, our conspiracy. Like, what do you think? Do you, do you accept the final resolution? Do you think anyone's to blame? Like, what, what do you think? Lou, I know you have a burning thing. Is it Mephisto? Mephisto! <laughs> Uh, I'm being completely honest, and I think it was Mephisto. <laughs> no, no, it's 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 I don't know. It's for me, it it kind of hits home a little bit. Uh, I kind of just the I refuse to believe that that was the only reason, only because uh, I guess I could share it. But my my uncle died a few years ago, and he was uh bipolar. It's something. It's I don't know. Just just because of the uh, just the 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 aura of that hotel and you know i don't know what it is but yeah i'll go next because i i agree there's something more but i don't necessarily think that it wasn't because of her bipolar disorder so what i mean by that i take extreme issue and i actually blame the people who work at the hotel for her death whether she died by her own choice or not I blame them for it and the reason for that is that they explicitly the hotel manager explicitly said that they had removed her from her room because she was acting erratically she had been at the front desk acting erratically and they didn't call anyone so they thought yeah this nice 21 year old little Asian girl from Canada not my problem that's what they thought And whether she was on drugs or she was being harassed or she was freaking possessed or it was just bipolar disorder, like they had an obligation to help this girl and they chose not to. And like the grand conspiracy I feel around that, and this is because Elisa Lam's family brought this to the courts. They they blamed the hotel for negligence. They lost that suit. And I think, honestly, this is my conspiracy. I think the reason they lost is because if the hotel was found liable for her death, 
they would also have to answer for every other death in the hotel Mm -hmm. and they don't give a shit about the homeless people overdosing or killing themselves like they don't care Mm -hmm. and they don't want to have to care so by not taking like responsibility for elisa they don't have to take responsibility for anything else so that's my problem with it i think the hotel is liable and they should have helped her call her friggin' family like when you when you like go to a hotel you have to put like an emergency contact or something or like when her roommates were saying she was acting weird who are these other roommates how like i'm sorry if i met a girl in a hotel who just started acting weird i've been like do you need me to call somebody like are you okay i wouldn't be like get this girl out of my room Hmm. she wasn't threatening them do you know what I mean like I I feel like so many people failed this girl whether she ended up dying of bipolar or not like people failed her and led to her death Mm -hmm. I agree for sure Mike drop (laughs) (laughs) and I I, I Uh, definitely think that like sorry just a quick point Alex I didn't mean to cut you off but like just adding quickly to Michelle's point I think if it was any other day, we would see the same thing happen again and again. I I don't think if there was another person who went into that hotel and they had a mental health issue and they maybe having an episode or maybe they had an instance where they lost control, I still think day after day they would still be like, oh, not my problem. I'm just going to go on with my normal hotel responsibilities and that's not looking after my guests apparently. Um, So, yeah, I think it speaks volumes about how little care there is in the world, especially in a place that has such a colored past uh, with crime, with uh, drugs, with, you know, Skid Row being just right there. I think people are just accustomed to not caring um, in that area. So it's very unfortunate. Go ahead, Alex. Uh, To to touch on that, it's, like I also see where the hotel manager is coming from because like if you'd have to respond for one person you'd have to respond for everyone else and like that area and that hotel is filled with like a lot of um you know uh, behavior that uh people would call abnormal mm-hmm. uh but I, I I was just reminded this probably would fit better in like uh the, the least favorite thing and like I I hope you'll all agree that like there were two people who I hated more than the internet sleuth. And it was that douchebag couple that tried to make themselves out as bigger victims than Elisa. (laughs) The British couple, right? Yeah, they drank dirty water on the water. Uh, They were so annoying. I hated them. It's like, yeah, I want to talk to reporters and complain. It's like, dude, go somewhere else. Someone just died, beat it. Mm. Oh. Also, first of all, <laughs> water's brown. Why are you drinking it? Yeah, literally. Okay, I'm sorry. Like, how gross are you how, that you need to shower in brown water? Like, simmer down. Just wait. Go somewhere else. Get a bottle of water. Like, you got the money. Buy a bottle of water. Brush your teeth with that. Don't brush your teeth with the brown water. What are you doing? <laughs> and why didn't they tell the management? They were like, "This is normal. <laughs> this, this is fine." I, oh, t- uh. it tastes like maybe I don't know death. But it's fine. Brown, smelly water. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. drink. I'm gonna brush my teeth. I'm gonna take a shower with it. Like, what? No, Maybe don't they just don't have a taste for decomposing anus. Who knows? Ooh. Mmm, death. Fine wine. Like that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but like, 
here's the question I had. Okay, this is a weird, like, please potentially don't include this, but here's where my brain went because I'm oh, crazy. Um, my brain went to why is it brown? Because they didn't actually talk about her body being like severely decomposed. They talked about it being more like bloated as you would from like a water death. Water, yeah. So like, what's the brown? <laughs> like, where is it? I think it's actually just like super rusty pipes. Like, what's what's the situation? You know what I mean? Because her body wasn't fully decomposed. Like she was floating on the top of the water. So like that level of decomposition versus that amount of brown water, like something else is happening in the water. Water's technically be blackish. But to 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 uh, kind of jump off of Alex's point, maybe that couple was lying. Maybe the water wasn't even brown. Like they they mm. clearly had yeah. flair for the- theatrics. You know. Oh, yeah, they were ready for the camera. That's what I noticed right away. Like they, they went exactly. they went right to the they walk out. Who are reporters? Let's <laughs> yeah. This is our time to be famous. <laughs> exactly. We're the victims. Like when they were including their story in like the Netflix thing, and like they interviewed them, like they had like four separate scenes. I was like, I don't care. Who are you? You're irrelevant. Get out of here. Like, oh, we were standing here and we didn't know. I was like, okay, (laughs) good for you. Yeah, cool for sure. Is there more time on them than more? To be honest with you, sorry. I I look at those two as the villains of this story. I don't know why, but something about them is like what well they're capitalizing off of this girl's death straight up like one thing to go to the reporters in that moment another thing to be on the netflix documentary talking about the time you drink dead body water like (laughs) yeah and and i don't know if you guys noticed but uh they they showed like uh, a clip from an older interview and and they were in that interview too yeah talking about the same thing like all right this chase uh, success again like, this is our this is our five minutes of fame we drank the water because they're the only ones crazy enough to admit they did like i'm sorry i don't think i would have admitted yeah. that i drank the water i would have just been like i i'm traumatized i don't want to think about that that's like they were like yeah i drank it <laughs> funny no it's not funny it's so gross it's gross and you're stupid for drinking it yeah really don't drink hotel water mostly anywhere ever really but especially if it's not right in some capacity (laughs) that's it so um moving on really the last thing that we can do is just like give it a rating like what did you think out of five and who would you recommend watch this this content because it's a little different obviously for creeping it real we usually do horror movies or specifically horror stuff and this is a little scary a little spooky I don't know if I qualified as horror. So what do you guys think out of five and who should watch this? Uh, I'm going to give it a four, actually. It, it gave me uh, a range of emotions while, while watching it. And the documentary was actually very well done, uh, very beautifully shot. Uh, and uh, people that are curious should watch it. She'll like that mystery, you know? Uh I'll also give it uh, four. It, it, it wasn't, um, I, I don't know what I would expect from a perfect docu-series, uh, you know, the, with this as a topic, but uh, it, I'd recommend it to like people who like murder mysteries, but not like the CSI types where like there's a killer and you're investigating a killer. So that sort of stuff uh, is, definitely uh missing from this uh docuseries but 
Yeah, it, 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 it's a little more about um, about like social socioeconomic issues of Skid Row and uh, you know mental health issues. Yeah. Yeah, I I would give it maybe a three point five. Um, just uh, going off of what Alex was saying there, like I I also agree that it's not really like a real true crime doc kind of series. Um, it is more of an exploration into mental illness because that's kind of how it concluded. Um, but I also think there's, they didn't, uh, they weren't careful enough in my opinion about uh, kind of, sorry, I'm like losing words here. They didn't mold it correctly in, in my opinion. Um, they weren't sensitive enough about the fact that it was truly should be a doc that focused about mental illness and instead kind of the creepy stuff leading up to her death kind of took precedence over everything and i thought they might have should have done that a little bit better um because this is how sh she was concluded to have lost her life um so for that reason i'm going to give it a 3.5 excellent discussions about Skid Row and economic crisis, crises and um, inequity and injustice in that area, because there was a lot of that. So good for exploring that. But otherwise, yeah, three and a half. I'm copying Jerm. Three and a half as well. I think I would have loved if they'd done an additional episode focusing on the mental health aspect. Um, when it was concluded in the docuseries that it was um, the mental health episode that ultimately led to her death, I was expecting them to put up resources or, do you know what I mean? When, when we've seen things handle mental health, there's usually like a moment of like, oh, if you're in crisis, like here's this, or here's some some places you can look for more information or da 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 they felt it felt like they're just like, yeah, mental health, check, and it's get out of here. Mm -hmm. And that didn't feel super great for me. Um, if I was rating it like up to the point of them discussing mental health, like this is 10 out of 10, five out of five, it was spectacular. And the moment they got to mental health, I felt like they fumbled it because they already sensationalized the case so much that it felt hard to then ground it in a story about mental health. Mm, yeah. So, well, yeah. I would recommend it to people who like a mystery because there is a mystery and also... I don't know. I feel like you'll enjoy it if you like to question things. So if you like to ask, why did they do it that way? Or, you know, what does it mean that they chose not to include her family? Or really the questions that we brought up in this, if you find yourself asking those types of questions when you watch stuff, I think this docuseries can be really good for kind of getting those gears turning for you to kind of question these types of things, because that's, that's part of the fun is, is not taking it for face value. Sure. Mm. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so thank you guys so much for joining me. We had a late edition of Germ, who I didn't get to introduce. This is Germ, obviously you all know her. <laughs> um, so I've been Michelle, of course, joined by Lou, Alex, and Germ. This has been Creeping It Real. Um, definitely leave us a comment if you've watched this or if there's anything else you want us to watch or talk about. Um, and yeah, thanks so much for watching. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.